live and local from Peterborough. This is PCR. Don Mason Show, every Thursday. Great bands, great guests, great music. The alternative to the alternative. Live on Peterborough Community Radio. One station for many communities. This is PCR. Mason Show, Peterborough City Radio, 103.2 FM, where we started to show there a track called Longevity by Yorkshire bass band, who go by the name of uh, No Ball Games. Uh, we don't have a live session this week, instead we'll be talking to Chris Level, all things club with no name. We did have a bit of a dodgy cable there, but hopefully I think I've got it in the right position now. Uh, the next track coming up for you is from uh, Locals, uh, Call to the Faithful, and a track called Skies. So guess the right one.
Uh, that was Locals' uh, Call to the Faithful and uh, Skies. I really did like that. What do you reckon, Chris? That's good, yeah. Yeah, that's that. changed from their usual style. Right, we're going to talk about all things uh, Clue with No Name, and, it, and it's coming back for uh, one evening it at, at the moment. Anyway, it is, yes. Um, we've got one gig lined up on the um, 18th of November at Charters Bar. Um, and it starts at 10 o'clock, goes on until about 2 o'clock in the morning. And oh, that's a nice one. Yeah. Nice and late. You've got the Fizzle Wallace Band. Yes, Fizzle Wallace opening it. And we've got Districts 82 and a band from London called the Blue Carpet Band. Mm. Shall we listen to one of their tracks? Yeah. And this one's called Slow Death in Camden. Yeah, I like that one, Chris. I like that one a lot. They're uh, very good live. Really? I've seen them a couple of times, yeah. We've got a bit of a wild lead singer. They have, yeah. It's, it's pretty full-on entertainment. That's what I like to see. Yeah. Uh, what's the date again and what time are we all kicking off? It's, well, it starts at 10 o'clock and it's the 18th of November. Mm. And um, how much is it to get in, if you don't mind me asking? It's £7 in advance. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, can we pound the door if need be? Um, well, hopefully it'll sell out, but yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be some, yeah. some tickets That's left a, on the tour. And you, 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 you started singing for the Destructors, and this sort of brought the whole sort of club with no name thing back. It did. I was sorting out a gig for District 82, actually, now. Yeah. Um, and 
uh, lining up a band to play with, and I thought, well, organising this might as well make it a club with no name gig. And and uh, in the process of that, I've discovered quite a few other people that are really interested in doing, doing a few gigs. So it doing, might, it might, it might evolve into something else. There's a possibility it might evolve into a few more gigs next year. Come nice. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. And on the supporting bill, uh, next group is F- the Fizz Wallace Band, which I do love. The pump poetess herself. Yes, yes. And uh, alpha female. Yeah.
Ah, the Fitzwallis band and uh, Alpha Female. So, right back in the day, what, sort of like late 1990s, you had yourself a, a little independent record label that you set up? That's correct, yeah. Vibrations from the Edge of Sanity, it sort of formed. Well, I was running a fanzine called uh, Vibrations from the Edge of Sanity, mm-hmm. and I decided to basically wanted to be the first fanzine to have a CD mounted on the front. So, I put this compilation together of acts and in the process of that I got a couple of songs that I really liked and I thought that that should be on a seven inch and uh, the rest is history <laughs> and how, but how did you finance it? finance it? yeah um, it's actually vinyl was very cheap at the time yeah. and I was getting it pressed in um, the Czech Republic right. uh, so it was very very cheap Oh, nice. Yeah. And fanzines were very popular then in them days, they? were, they? yes. It's still hard to sell, but um, they were popular. But you, uh, every gig you went to, somebody was very often running yeah. around with a fanzine of one sort of another. Yeah, yeah, sort of died off now. But, um, no, I suppose it's newsletters and emails and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, it's been re- replaced, I guess. I bet there's some, there I bet, are still some fanzines. Yeah, there. I bet there's people out there collect them up somewhere yeah. along the line. Yeah, I mean, I had quite a collection myself, and uh, a few years ago I... Did a lot of eBaying, and uh, some of them go for good money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had a, an original sniffing glue fanzine, which you know went for silly money. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. yeah. Whereabouts was that based? Sniffing glue was a London mm. fanzine, um, right in the early days of punk rock. So, oh well, yeah, featuring a lot of bands that, yeah, 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 that made it sort of thing. And then you you went on. To form the club with no name, what, what sort of what went, made you want to form the club with no name? I was going all over the place to see bands, um, uh, to write about in my fanzine, and mm. you know, by this time I was looking for bands to put out on the record label, and uh, yeah, basically one day I was watching a band, I went to see a friend's band in London called Twinkie, and uh, I was in the dressing room chatting with them afterwards, and then the promoter came in and handed them twenty quid and. Uh, Sorry, that's all kind of fooled, you know. For the night. For the night. And uh, walked out and I said, was that for your food? And they were like, no, that's, that's for the gig. Like, I know with the headline I, band. I said, it's cost me that to get here. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, um, and it suddenly struck me that, you know, bands just want to play, yeah. basically, as long as they can cover their petrol. And a lot yeah, of bands do of want course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially young bands, bands that are sort of upcoming they just want to get out there and play of course and they do they want to get around so yeah yeah. I so do the apprenticeship and, you, and it all started off in the uh, boys head that's great yeah uh, down uh, Alder Road if people are not aware of where the boys head if they're, they're young or something like that they don't know where it is it's where the Tesco supermarket is now it is yeah, yeah. yes and uh, what's the next track you was going to play well this was the second single the second single of Vibrations your... from the Age yeah. of Sanity it's a band called Hoffman that I found in playing they were supporting um who was it now travis of all people in um cambridge at the the boat race and uh, that was a good venue that was yeah it was a great venue yes and uh yeah i saw them there and i I was a bit drunk at the time and i ran running up to them and said i'm just started this record label i want you to put him and they thought i was pissing about yeah sorry that's so right. You, you, you can say that. You can say that. <laughs> um, no, thought, F's, thought, no, no Fs or Cs. They thought I was messing about. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, um, didn't get back in touch with me, and I had to track them down. And uh, 
they just thought I was joking and like within two months uh, Stephen Mack had played that single 11 times oh so, nice so it was it was a bit of a success that one so. and this is uh, Hoffman Ladies on the Way yes Take it, the club with no name down the boar's head was quite a success. It surprisingly was. It uh, took me by surprise. Um, this the second gig. Um, well, the first one was sort of fairly well attended. Yeah. A lot of mates of the f- the first band, um, but the the second one really took me by surprise. We had about a hundred people come and see a band called Kato, who were also on Vibrations Records. Um, I played several times, as did Hoffman, who you just mm. heard. Um, very popular with the with the Peterborough crowd as well, um, more so Cato, I think. Um, but um, yeah, and then you decided to move up down to Park Road. Yeah, yes. Um, well, the a proper venue, dare I say? Yeah. Well, I was a bit apprehensive to start with because it was so big. Yeah, and uh, I went down 
to chat with Cav and Dell, who who owned it and were opening up as a live venue and had heard I was doing stuff down Boyd's Head. And uh, I said, you know, I think it's a bit too big. And they said, we can section it off if you, but, you know, get bigger bands. Yeah. So I thought, it's possible. <laughs> and uh, reluctantly, <laughs> at first... Was well, you reluctant, was you? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, no, it's the back, back room of a pub venue, um, sort of club this, but no. And uh, went on... So some success there as well, yes. And the next, the next track's by an artist who's, who's played down the boy's both, head. He played both venues. Both venues, yes. I was approached by um, his manager. This guy, Matthew J, has sadly passed away um, a few years ago now. But um, he was signed to Food Records through Phonogram EMI. And uh, they wanted a low-key gig out of, outside of London. And his manager approached me and said, you know, would you be interested in putting him on? And he played. And I think it was the week he played, he had a um, Mark and Lard single of the week on Radio 1. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, he's a very talented guy. Uh, and this song's called Four Minute Rebellion. Yes, that's correct. Three more inches of hair is the whole fucking
mean, that song sounds uh, pretty contemporary, really, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, well, it was. Um, he was a bit ahead of, ahead of his time, I think. Um, this, the, you know, the recent, or sorry, recent, more recent um, singer-songwriter sort of stuff um, with artists such as... Um, Jake Berg or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, like that. It's actually from Nottingham as well. Yeah. yeah. No, they've had a good music scene up in Nottingham, haven't they? Yeah. And some great venues. There's some great yes. venues still there. Yes. Yeah. You know, so one of my favourite places to go, I think, Nottingham, isn't it? Rock City, isn't it? I've not yeah. been there for a few years. Have you not? No. It's not changed, really, apart from the carpet. No, I don't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've changed the carpet. They changed the carpet, yeah. Right. They, they, I think it was probably about, I don't know, two, it three was, years. It was getting a bit sticky last yeah, time. Yeah, two, there. three that years ago. The legendary years. Rock City carpet, yeah, they, they, they sold it off. And you could, really? yeah, yeah. You come up on Facebook and you could, uh, you could buy, uh, like, a square foot of it or something like oh, that right. for, for a tenner. Yeah. <laughs> Good plan. Yeah, I think they sold it all. <laughs> People got little bits of Rock City carpet framed up or, or something like that. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. on a drunken night, it comes out. Look at that. Yeah. Rock City carpet. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, the club with no name, it grew. And uh, you had some quite big bands on there. And some big bands debuted there. I mean, Kasabian debuted at your uh, They did, yes. Club. Yeah. The very first gig was at Club in name That was at the park venue um, on Park Road. How, how, did they, how, did, how did that come about? Um, they, well, they, they, they were already signed to a label, but um, they were sort of like... It was the early days. They were, they were like honing their material, basically. Yes. And they wanted to come somewhere quiet and try it out and uh, I was friends with the agent and uh, she said to me you know can you give them a support slot and uh, just with a local band which I did who, who, who was playing on the night then if you can I remember I think the th- I can't remember the first time Plastic Hit played the second time they played um no, I can't remember. Did they end up doing a headline show themselves further on down the line? They didn't. They never did he- headline. Didn't they? There's always support. Yeah, and they played there five times. Yes. Always as a support. And yeah. how, how many years later was it that they all of a sudden they sprung into Probably stardom? About, about three years later. Three years three later. Three or four years later they were. Did they come across as a hard-working band? They did, yes. You, as, as soon as they played, I could see there was something there, you know. Yeah. They were definitely... Yeah, definitely up there. Sometimes you know, don't you? Yeah, you know, yeah. you can just see this talent. You just thought, yeah, the talent spilling out, and they they're nice and tight, and you're thinking these lads, these go go somewhere. And what's the name of the song? Is it Manual Speed? This is actually Manual Speed is a, a track by Kato. Oh no, that's my fault. All right, I've lost where we were now. What's the name of the? Uh, oh, there we go. Lost Souls Forever. Yes, this uh, was up yeah. their first album. I swear they, they actually played this at the first gig, and, you know, mm. it was quite unusual at the time. Let's have a listen. I just stand out, we come on it, electronic. 
There we go, uh, Kasabian and uh, Lost Souls Forever. Early Kasabian, you can see their potential there, even from that song, can yes, you really? Yes, They did sound a bit Brit-poppy, but apart from that... Um, they, yeah. yeah, it reminded me of Happy Mondays the yeah. last time I saw them. I thought, well... It's not yeah. a bad thing, is it? No, no, not at all. Uh, uh, and, of course, you had, you had lo- lots of uh, local acts playing there at the time yeah, as did, well. Yeah, it was it was quite a nice period of time because um, a lot of people were coming along to these gigs. They were the first gigs they came to and, hmm. you know going away and forming bands, which was great for me. Um, but, yeah, local bands, there were some great up-and-coming bands sort of before I started Club With No Name um, for support, you know, bands. One, one in particular, um, The Imposters, which is one of David Reed's mm-hmm. earlier bands. Um, and I actually put their track, that cover-mounted CD, they, this track was on there, so... Excellent. The song's called Publicity Stunts. Let's have a listen.
So what, so what year are we talking when that one came out? Well, that would have been 98. Uh, 97, 98, I think I put that CD out. Mm. Um, yeah, so that was, like I say, one of Dave, Dave Reed's bands. He's got a solo album out now. Is he? Oh, yeah, recently released. Not sent it to me, but there we go. Ah. Get, loads of different, get loads of different tracks in. If anybody wants to send a track to the show, please email me at dotmason at sky.com and I'll have a listen. I've not listened to hardly any this week, been too busy working, but I'll, one day I'll have a mad day of listening to music and there we go. And so one of the biggest local bands around that time was uh, Gisbert's Jane Stark. That's correct, yes. Um, and uh, they agreed to play The Boy's Head. Yeah. We had to keep it a bit quiet. But, uh, it, 
we're talking the same time as he was actually in the prodigy um, ah yeah you know um so it was a lucky well i've known gis for a long time yeah yeah and uh sort of agreed to do it and it was the most mental back room of a pub gig you can imagine there was people crowd surfing in there and they i remember at one point the 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 uh landlord came through and he was like got this really worried look in his face <laughs> pointing at the ceiling and he got the ceiling fans on oh <laughs> and, uh, i could understand why he was and, worried uh, yeah there was people's legs getting and arms getting very close to it um, so he turned them all off yeah wise move indeed and this yeah. song's called black box black box is actually my favorite um Jane of Stark track. And, and this they, is the days when uh, Shop used to play in a band as well. It is, yeah. This is one of the extra tracks on the Floyd What Are You On CD. And uh, they they don't play it live anymore. I don't know why, but... Uh, it's all down to personal taste what people very like, Very good song, it? yes. Like I say, it's my favourite, yeah. Off we go.
There we go, Jana Stark. Uh, I mean, I mean, go back to live music, right back to like 1976 or so, 1978 and all them things like that, and like you're doing pub gigs and, and you know, there was like Churchill gigs and all sort of things. It's very, you know, when the punk scene started off, it was all very sort of DIY scene really, wasn't it, you know? Yeah, yeah, it still is very much. Yeah, I mean, probably the best way really, pub, yeah. back, pub back rooms and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's really exciting, I mean... Uh, like you say, U- UK subs, uh, they used to be uh, played at St Barnabas Basal, which I can't remember if I was actually there or not, because I did see a few bands down at St Barnabas oh, whether it's UK subs or not, I can't remember. Yeah. And then uh, they used to have them up at uh, the Marcus Garvey Club over down in Wellington Street, it's, uh, which Alan Adams used to organise, mm. uh, and are now played there, and people like that. Kevin Rowland's played in a band, oh, I think he's in a band called The Killjoys at the time. Right, yeah. yeah, I went to that gig, uh, and the Dole and all people like that. That was quite an interesting place, because if you wanted a beer, you had to go into the back room, and uh, there was all reggae sound systems in there, so you got, got into reggae music that yeah. way as well. Yeah, you know. same here. They had a reggae sound system at that UK subscript. Did they? Yeah. yeah. That was quite a popular thing. No, at the time, the two, two sort of genres yeah. used to yeah. fit together quite well. Well, yes, I think the reason it started wasn't enough punk records to play. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. And you so, bought the you bought the UK subs uh, later on to uh, the club in I know. I was at that gig in '78. I yeah. was lucky enough because it's still a favourite band of mine. Yeah. I saw them a couple of months mm. ago. Um, I was lucky enough to put them on twice at a club with no name. And this next song, they actually played that night, and they played. I think they played it twice at St Barnabas Hall. And um, before we finish talking about it, how old is Charlie Harper now? I th- I'm not sure. I think he's 70. 70? I'm sure he's 70. Was, the fi- was this tour supposed to be the final tour? It is their final tour. They're still playing, they're, but, you know... They're not actually, touring. They're just playing... going on the road. They're doing yeah. one-off gigs and festivals and things like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't blame them.
UK subs and uh, CID. What a great track that was. Now we're going to zoom right forward to uh, present day and uh, talk about the uh, local scene. Uh, so who's your sort of favourite bands on the local scene at the moment, Chris? Um, I've seen some really good bands recently. Um, Club Brat. I've, I've only played live ones, but they mm-hmm. are fantastic. What sort of style of music do they play? Um, it's kind of like grungy punk rock meets hip-hop. Huh. It's, it's far to say... To place them crossover band, which yes, yes, um, uh, Dog's Teeth as well. Yeah, they're a good band, great band. Yeah, the Dodo Appreciation. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've got, I've got a track of theirs tonight to play. Yeah. Very clever stuff, Dodo Appreciation yeah. Society. Yeah. I, I must, I must admit, I forgot to say early on there was a bad word played out. I forgot to apologise. So I'm saying something now. I'm sure somebody will forgive me. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, Dodo Appreciation Society. Um, what track have I got to them tonight? Oh. One's called Karen's Husband. Oh, right. It's a new yes. track. Yes, yeah. I've heard that, yes. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a grower. You listen to it the first time, you're like, I don't know. And then listen to it the second time, you think, yeah, it's quite good. And the third time, you're like, oh, yeah, it's brilliant as usual. Yeah. Yeah, Dust Capitans as well, I, I really like them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that, uh, actually doing quite, quite a lot for the local scene. They are indeed, yeah. As are Scary Clown. Yes, yeah. Presents and No God's No Managers, Geordie's. We've got. Uh, we're lucky at the moment. There is. A, I'll probably say there's got quite a thriving uh, music scene, really. Well, thriving underground music yeah, scene, yeah, at least. Yeah, very thriving music underground's music scene. Yeah, you know, you see, we tend to see the same people most of the time at the gigs, but, yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. a mixture of older people and younger people, isn't it? You know, it so is. there's a nice crowd of people around at the moment. Yeah, yeah, the crowd does seem a lot older. Well, it does now. I know I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think you've got. A, does Capitans? Oh, I have, yeah. yeah. MTV, it's, which is a great one, off their yeah. album uh, debut. Yeah.
I mean, MTV was a thing, weren't it, when we was young? It was massive. It was, yeah. You know, Very big. I, and I don't think I've even turned over to it anymore. You know what I mean? Is it still on? It's, it's on, yeah, but they, wow. they don't even play music, I don't think. They, they, they have comedy shows and all weird things going oh, right. on. You know I what I mean? So, know. Yeah, it's still on. Still, still on. Still, still, still on the satellite channels and stuff yeah. like that. And uh, so you had quite a few sort of ska and reggae bands on as well, didn't you? Yes. You had, uh, like, Bad Manners, uh, yeah. Selector, you know. Yeah, yeah, quite a few... Um, well, moving to the park gave me a chance mm. to sort of get some of my old favourite bands. The beat to play. The beat played, yes. And uh, I mean, we had the Damned on. Um, uh, UK subs we played earlier. New Model Army played under an assumed name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Wait, what, what was that night? What was that night like when New Model Army? Because they could be quite walkers. Well, their fans could be quite walkers. Can't they, they? Were, they were quite well behaved, actually. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I think you're going to go and see them. They're, they're playing the Road Menders in February. Yeah, I've not been to see uh, them for a long... The Road Menders is quite a good venue, really. Yeah, I was not, there not, on Saturday. I went to, see, yeah. went to see Sham 69, of all people. Yeah. Yeah. First time I've ever seen them. I was Back in the day, I was always too scared to go. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the violent skinhead following. Yeah, they did, used to, yeah, they did have a bad, bad reputation for that yeah, sort of thing, didn't they? What was the following like on Saturday night? What was the... Bit... No, they're well behaved actually. Yeah, I saw two people get thrown out for fighting, but uh, not too bad then. No, no, no. quite a gig for them. <laughs> I was because I mean the Roadmenters was a legendary uh, uh, sort of venue in its day, yeah, weren't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, has it all been spruced up? Or is it very similar to what it used to it be? It was spruced up in the nineties. It's pretty much back to how it was now. It's it's, <laughs> it's um, a bit. A bit Worn battered, out. battered yeah. now. Yeah, I see some but, uh, great bands there. I think I've got Phil's on there in there. Yeah. Uh, Loop, which are one of my favourite bands. I saw kill, Killing Joke there twice. Did you? Last time I saw Killing Joke was at the Junction. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. And so, anyway, we, you've got a bit of a love for ska music then as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, my music taste is all over the place, yeah. basically. Anything yeah. And this is a classic, isn't it? Mirror in the bathroom. Yeah, I was lucky enough to have the beat play when, um, with uh, Rankin Roger, and uh, yeah, great sound, great band. Under underrated, I think. Underrated compared to people like um, the, the Specials and yeah, uh, yeah. They're yeah. certainly more fun live. Yeah. than uh, a lot of the the other bands. Yeah. But I mean, a madness. A lot of, but I would say this. This is a classic track, without a doubt. A real, real classic. Yeah.
Was it busy when they played the club in No Name? It was, yes. Very busy, yeah. It was good night. Mm. The sort of, the, the sort of uh, scar scene in Peterborough was quite big. I can sort of remember everybody being punks, and then I think Quadrophenia come out, and after people who were punks uh, turned into mods. Yeah. Yeah, it was the next big thing, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah. yeah. And then sort of thing, in the sort of early 90s, you have this sort of uh, punk crossover sort of thing. Yeah, there was... Um, not so much the early 90s, I think. Um, well, the early 2000s, the, mm. the scar and punk thing came back in a big way. So more underground than anything. Um, lucky enough to have um, uh, Lightyear from Derby play quite a lot. And sort of spearheading that movement was a band called Capdown, who were absolutely amazing live. And lucky enough to have them at Club Inno Name several times. Well, they're a big band, because some of these bands are like five or six, seven people, aren't they? Some of these... there, was only, there were only four pieces. There was only a four the, piece. The singer played saxophone as well. Ah. Yeah. yeah. yeah Let's have a listen to Scar Wars. Yes. From the album Civil Disobedience.
gonna punish you for the things that you've done. We're gonna break us, gonna fight too long. Gonna punish you for He's got me apologising again. So, yeah, very, very sorry there for all the, uh, the F word there. We do apologise for that. But really, I should have told him and said, like, look, Chris, no no tracks with uh, Fs in them and stuff like that. But, I knew yeah. he'd have to mind my own language. But, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we'll get a slap on the wrist for that one. I but, did notice a couple of swear words when I was lining some tracks up today. And I thought, oh. No, just because we're... Uh, it's not me. We're, we're before the... Uh, Watershed, yeah. We've been all right yeah. after nine o'clock. Yeah. You know, but afterwards, yeah. there we go. So I do have to apologise for that yeah. one, listeners, in case anybody is offended. Yeah. Anyway, so we've got, we're right back to uh, 2023 and the gig on the 18th of November down at the uh, Charters. I like this bit. Punk on the boards. Sounds good to me. No frigging rigging. Yeah, no frigging rigging. So we've got it's the Blue much. Carpet Band, the Destructors 82. Kicking it all off is uh, Fizz it's Wallace nice. Band. Yes. Yeah, um... Like I say, that um, that Scar Wars, that track we just mm. played, is a, a great example of the Scar Punk crossover, yes. which I particularly love. Yeah, there's still um, still a bit of it around, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, and that's what the club. I mean, you might have noticed from the tracks we played tonight that um, it's quite eclectic, very mm. eclectic, uh, as as are my personal music yeah. taste. But that's how I try to keep Club with No Name to crossing over those audiences. Yes. Um, so, yeah, and uh, the Blue Carpet Band. I mean, they're uh, they're they're headlining this this gig on the 18th, um, and they're very much um, in in a similar sort of mould as the Cramps. But, yeah. So they appeal to the punks in. They play Rebellion every year, and uh, um, you know, That's it. It's, it's, it the, sounds like a spanking gig. If I'm around, I should come. Yeah, it should do. I never, I never know whether, whether I'm going to be around a lot, but if I'm around, I shall pay you a visit. Yeah. You can put me on the guest list. Ha-ha. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> right. Uh, so don't forget, folks, uh, Saturday the 18th of November, Blue Carpet Band, Destructors, and the fantastic Miss Fizz Wallace Band, uh, all for a seven quid a ticket. Well, we have, and that's a thing. Where can, oh, you have to buy the tickets from uh, www.club with no name. If you can go to... The Club in No Name Facebook group, or, yeah. or, or even Charters, the um, their their website, Charters website. There's links from there. So oh, I took it. Easy to get hold of. And we're going to play play you out of a track by the Blue Carpet Band. It's called yeah. the B Movie Boogie.
Sound like good fun, they do. Well they worth are, uh, yes. paying a visit. Chris, thank you very much for coming on the show. Pay us another home, visit. Man. I hope the uh, gig goes really well. Thank and you. Uh, with luck, I should be there. This is an artist called Alex Hawkins and a song called uh, New Kid in the City. and PCRFM's Community Challenge is back on the Kev Lawrence Breakfast Show. For your opportunity to win a £100 donation to your chosen charity, plus the chance to take part in the on-air accumulator question for even more money, simply nominate a charity close to your heart by clicking princebuild.co.uk. Then, listen to PCRFM on Friday mornings as Kev hands out the cash and highlights the amazing work of our selected local charities. Nominations are open, so tell us who you'd like to choose and why on the homepage, princebuild.co.uk. Fancy skating your way through the centre of Peterborough? Well, this winter, you can. 
as Peterborough Christmas Ice Rink 2023 is festooned with twinkling lights, seasonal songs and the sweet smell of gingerbread. Our open-air real ice ice rink is the perfect place for a winter skate. You could even skate with Santa on Christmas Eve. Peterborough Christmas Ice Rink is open right through until January the 7th and tickets start from just 7 50 at peterborough-ice.com. Genius uh, of the Dodo Appreciation Society in a song called uh, Karen's Husband. They are an absolutely great people band. Uh, this is a band called uh, Rattlebacks, the Rattlebacks. They come from uh, Brighton and the song's called Amen.
Okay, that was uh, Brighton's uh, The Rattlebacks and the song called Amen. Uh, this is a band from, where are they from? They're from uh, Southampton. They've played them quite a few times before. They go by the name of uh, Regent. This song's called Liberation. McDade here. Please join me every Thursday night from 9pm as we go back to the 80s. On the show we have features including your 10 year guarantee where no year is left out. We have 3 from 1, 
your top five countdown as well as your 80s classic rewind. In the last hour, it's the 80s open hour where you decide the playlist. You can give us a call on 01733-237-525. Three hours of the 80s from 9pm every Thursday with me, Chris McDade, only here on PCRFM. Mark Rigglesworth here, presenter of The Lock-In Radio Show, Wednesday evenings, 7 till 10. The Lock-In is for those who like different musical styles. There's the familiar older classics, as well as the very latest offerings from new, talented artists and bands. With a bit of chat, stories and film reviews, you never quite know what you're going to get with The Lock-In Radio Show, Wednesday evenings, 7 till 10, on PCRFM.
There we go, that was uh, Kara Knox, uh, she comes from Norwich, she's been on the show a few times, and a song called uh, Little Bad, that was her latest single. Uh, this is a band from uh, Ireland, not band, sorry, I got it wrong, start all over again. This is a band called Vox, they come from Houston in Texas, and the song's called Forget You. Get up! 
we get some great uh, tracks uh, sent into the show each week and uh, uh, can't get over it again from, from all over the country and uh, well, all over the world, like Texas and places like that. Uh, this is an artist from uh, Limerick in Ireland. It goes by the name of uh, Michael Andrews and a song called One of These Days.
Uh, that was uh, Michael Andrews and a song called uh, One of These Days. Huh? Coming up next is a band by the name of uh, Dirty Mitts and uh, Ride the Storm. That song seems quite apt at the moment because we've got a bit of a bad storm in the, the UK at the moment. Well, down south, really, I don't think it's too bad where we are in Peterborough. Just the odd occasional heavy rain shower and perhaps a little bit more prolonged. You know, down south... Uh, uh, Cornwall and all that sort of area. The south coast are getting winds of 100 miles an hour. You know, so that's uh, sort of winds that can uh, destroy property and stuff like that. Anyway, this is uh, Dirty Mitts and Ride to the Storm.
fancy skating your way through the centre of Peterborough? Well, this winter, you can. As Peterborough Christmas Ice Rink 2023 is festooned with twinkling lights, seasonal songs and the sweet smell of gingerbread, our open-air real ice ice rink is the perfect place for a winter skate. You could even skate with Santa on Christmas Eve. Peterborough Christmas Ice Rink is open right through until January the 7th and tickets start from just 7 50 at peterborough-ice.com. Christmas is coming early as Nativity the Musical comes to the Cresset. Based on the hit film, this festive family Family show stars 80 young performers. Running from the 1st to the 4th of November, Nativity the Musical is feel good, funny, and full of Yuletide joy. Book your tickets now at cresset.co.uk.
Well, there we go. A bit of psychedelia for you. And uh, the Fort Hooligans are now addiction. Uh, dude, that's a creative name, uh, Fort Hooligans. Very, very, very f- well thought out. Uh, we're back to normal next week uh, with a band from Noise, travelling all the way from Noise. They should be called uh, The Crowned Hyenas. Uh, this is a band uh, called The Sides and the song called The Rebel Master. That's a nice catchy number. I'll have to watch banging my head on the, on the microphone. That's about the second time I've done it. Don't forget, after the news, Chris McDade and Back to the 80s. Always a very, very good show. Uh, this is a band called The Conscience Pilot. They come from Toronto in Canada, and the song's called Hope. 
Ah, that was uh, the Conscious Pilot and Hope from Toronto. We dedicated that one to uh, Michael and Jill Day over in uh, Tannington Lakes. Uh, this is a band called... Um, oh, I've lost the name of them now. This is a band called Miko and the Melatronics, and the song's called Autosexual. That's a bit of a shame to uh, fade that song down, but one more track to uh, play that's been sent to the show, and it's just about time for me to go. Uh, this is a band called uh, Sun Machine, and the song's called Wait. Good night.
Let's go.